Hey guys, what's up? It's Becca Hayes, and this episode is sponsored by Enaviv Water. And there's a reason why Enaviv is one of my main big sponsors, because I believe in them and they believe in me. There's something to be said when all my friends that come over to my house always fill up their water bottles. <laughs> I had a friend here yesterday, my best friend Blair, you guys have heard her on the, the podcast, and she's like, oh my gosh, I just love this water. I've missed it so much. She can taste the difference. Just knowing that my water is at the highest purification it can go is amazing. I know that my kids aren't drinking chemicals and toxins. I don't know if you guys heard the episode where I actually interviewed Trent. He's the owner of Enaviv. Um, it was episode 30. I'm actually going to play a small clip. I just want you guys to know what is some of the things that he has seen. And this is why he has created this company to bring awareness and to help other families drink safe water. Fluorosilicic acid. It is so acidic that it will burn through concrete. I have pictures, and maybe I can send it to you, you can put it on the podcast. Yeah, I'd love to. It, there's, I have a picture of the actual container in an actual water treatment plant in Draper. I interviewed the water master uh -huh. for like three hours. He took me on a tour of the water treatment plant. And I said, can I get a picture of that little con that warning label? And on the warning label of what's being dripped into our water, warning, do not take internally. Oh my. Fatal if swallowed. Fatal. And they're just dumping it in the water. Supply. They're dripping it slowly into the water. So you guys listen to it. You just heard that small clip, but that is the reason why I wanted them to be my sponsor. I seeked them out. And in return, we made this beautiful partnership. Please have them test your water. They will do it for free. They will come out there and test it for free. Or you can go to their location in Pleasant Grove and get it tested there, which is actually very beautiful. And I'm not just talking about Utah people. They can test anybody's water in the United States. So please give Enavi a call today at 801-993-0080. Or you can go to their website at enaviv.com. That's E-N-E-V-I-V-E.com. Please tell them that I sent you because I want them to know that they're getting their money's worth, that I am able to send people to them so that they can get their water tested. And then hopefully you guys do take action. And not only will you get hooked up by saying my name, Becca Hayes, uh, you'll receive half off a chemical remover, but you're also going to let them know that they are making the right choice to sponsor this show. So you guys can continue to listen to me run my mouth. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Again, call them at 801-993-0080. Tell them that Becca Hayes sent you. Chemical free is the way to be. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back to the Becca Hayes Show. I'm your host, Becca Hayes, and then with me today, we have Six Gen. What's up, what's up? And Trey Day. What's up, Trey Day, also known as Trey Daddy by Becca That's here. right, and you are actually playing daddy right now. Oh, we have, <laughs> we got the little girl, what's her name? Jade. Jade, oh my gosh, she's so cute. How old is she? 16 months. Oh, she's darling. Know, wow, eyes. blonde hair, blue eyes. You have blue eyes? Or is I, that her mom? I have hazel. You have it hazel? actually came from... My dad, the blue eyes. Oh, wow. Beautiful child. And then your little one, he's four. Yeah. What's his name again? Cohen. Cohen. Cute. Yeah. Cute kids. Cohen Kekoa. Yeah, that's my boy. Aww. Okay, so 6th gen. What's up? You're like, Becca, I got some shit to say. 
I do. We got to get together and podcast. We got to get into it. Oh. <laughs> we got to get into it. Well, I'm just kind of like dying. I'm like, what is it that he wants to talk about? Because usually we kind of plan things out. This is very spontaneous spur of the moment. So <laughs> this is just going to be about the spirit. I feel like I got to. Okay. Okay. I, I love this. it. Okay. So take your shot. And um, it's been what? A couple months since we've spoke. So get us caught up on like when where you're at now. Time? When was the last, last time uh, we came up in here? It was with tilt. This is what we're talking about. We're adjusting so everybody can be happy. Yes. I get it though when you're a single parent. Where are you? Do are you you with your? No, you're single parent. Okay. He is now a single parent. Oh, now recent. Oh gosh, that's hard. Trey Daddy is single though. So ladies. Is that a recent thing? Oh, do you want to talk about it? <laughs> we're here to help you solve your problems. <laughs> Like I said, we could get into whatever. I'm just trying to mm-hmm. like. It, I think that, the conversation. Yeah. Will. Uh, oh, oh, you rise don't want to mm, No, of course, for sure. But yeah, being a single parent, since we're kind of on the subject a little bit, that is probably one of the toughest jobs, and it's really hard when people don't get it and they're not um, accommodating for people with kids and trying to, you know, make make their life work. So. It is very difficult. Like, I'm not a single parent currently. Who knows what the future brings? (laughs) But, um, yeah, just watching Trey, like, go through that kind of stuff is is exhausting sometimes Mm -hmm. because he's constantly, especially with the music and, and the music business and stuff, because it's. It's like not not a guaranteed thing. And so we constantly have to switch some things up and um, reschedule stuff, things like that. And so for him to find like the time to get things set up perfectly so that he can do both Mm -hmm. is nearly impossible. Oh, yeah. I hear you. To be that single parent, I wouldn't even want to be in that position because not have to actually have that responsibility, Mm -hmm. but be next to it is is like already exhausting enough. Oh, it's it's really tiring for sure. I handle my business <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Look at that! Oh, I mean, I almost I almost died about what was it six seven years ago now? Yeah, I almost Ooh. died, and ever since then it's just whatever. You How'd know, you almost I, die? Cracked my head open. I was longboarding down the canyon. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it was a situation where it's like if you wore your seatbelt, it would have been worse. If I would have yeah. had a helmet on, I would have broke my neck. For real? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. It's going thirty five miles an hour. I don't understand people that do that. <laughs> I mean, I'd see it. I'm like, okay, if you a pebble it gets in your way, mm-hmm. you're done. Mm-hmm. Which what was your what was the case for you, Trey? Like, did something like did you run over something? Like, how did so you? So there was it rained two days before, and it was this little there's this little path. Are you familiar with Bridalville Falls? A little bit. Okay, so the little park that you walk through right there, there's mm-hmm. a path that some people walk up. It's just dirt and gravel. It rained two days before, and there was just a little little patch of dirt mm-hmm. we we're going cruising down the canyon it was like almost 12 o'clock at night and i like to hug that corner tight left because yeah. i feel like i go faster and like you know i'm a competitive person at heart Crazy. so that's why i did that but yeah <laughs> snuck snuck and hit one tire and i had people behind me too and they didn't even see me they didn't even see like me crash or anything like that so yeah it, they all get down to the parking lot at the bottom and they all go, where's Trey? Because I'm loud. Mm-hmm. You know when I'm around. Yeah, yeah. So they freak out, haul ass back up the back up the trail. Mm-hmm. And my buddy see me just in a pool of blood by my head. Mm. All messed up. Wow. So 
How long did it take you to recover from that? 14 days. That's it? That's actually so, pretty good. Yes. Fucking incredible. Yeah. So tell, um, yeah, tell them the craziness behind that 14 for the, days. Though, like, how, for the like, first eight days. It's unreal. I was somebody else. I don't know. I have no recollection or anything of those first eight days. Interesting. <laughs> they had me. They had me strapped up. You know how um, sometimes they need to like strap you down to yeah, yeah. to the hospital bed. Yeah, to protect yourself usually. To protect the nurses. Mm-hmm. And that's I would swing. Oh, dang! I, I would swing. I would swing oh. on anybody except for my homeboy Chaz, Tico, my uncle Kurt. And then my mom and dad. Huh. So it sounds like a fear thing. You were just kind of afraid of like, no uh, these idea. strangers. You didn't understand that they were helpers. No idea. So that's interesting. And do you and you don't really remember that anymore? No, not at all. Wow. Didn't wow. to start out with. Mm-hmm. That had to be told to me because that's not who I am at all. So yeah. on day eight, boom, I woke up. Mm-hmm. I was like, why am I, why am I strapped up here? Because my dad is right next to me. So I asked him that. And he was shocked because all of a sudden Trey was back. Yeah. And like everyone in who was in the mm-hmm. room, they like felt that mm-hmm. I was there again. Yeah. And I, I'm always hungry. So <laughs> I was like, what can I eat? I am hungry. <laughs> so I got some ice cream and then I was good to go. They let oh me gosh, out five days later. That's interesting. Yeah. It's, yeah it's five it's or kinda, six days, whatever. 14 days is total. The mind's really interesting. Yeah, and especially super, when you're like near, crazy. I mean, you had a near death experience. 100%. So that's yeah. interesting in itself. I also had a stroke and funny enough, oh, yeah. the stroke saved me mm. because I didn't have any internal bleeding from mm-hmm. my brain. Mm-hmm. It was just on the outside in mm-hmm. my meninges. Wow. It's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah. So I'm here. I'm just trying. Well, we're glad you're here. Yeah, me you're too. here for a reason. Yep. Uh, my kids. Obviously your kids. Yep. And I'm sure 100%. other things as well. The, the one thing that I knew after I came to, I I just had this feeling that, like, I needed to create a son. Mm. Mm-hmm. And how everything all played out, it's super, super weird, and it still is. It's, it's a weird manifestation of how everything is played out in order. Like I, I, I consider myself a cartoon character. Sometimes mm-hmm. my life is, it's crazy. Like the story and how everything all lines up. And then the synchronicity of the relationships with my friends who still hang around. It's yeah, it's, it's pretty intense. But I'm, I'm sure that's, that's how a lot of people feel about their lives. So yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like I feel like a lot of people that I'm surrounded by because I'm finding my like like-minded people, yeah, but mm-hmm. there are also also a lot of people that are just completely clueless. Where you're just like, oh, you didn't get that hint. <laughs> that was a big hint. You didn't get it. Um, so yeah, it's it's a big mix. But um, I think it's cool that you know that about yourself, and that you just you know you see that and you discovered it, and you know that there's a a bigger power, bigger meaning behind life and stuff like that. So yeah. I think it's cool. Yeah. So there's that story. Well, that was a good story. I liked it. That was a quick version. That was that was that was very abridged. <laughs> <laughs> well, I noticed on your Instagram section, mm-hmm. you have these kind of random pictures of you like buy a swing set, <laughs> and then you're out in the river. What? Mm-hmm. Tell me what that. I feel like that's a transition for some reason. So what's that about? So, um, 
Yeah, I mean, it, in one of the captions, I think I put, like, on to new chapters. Yeah. Um, so mostly it's just, like, um, I came to, I've come to the end of my first management contract, and it's about to renew for another year. Um, I kind of, like, did a whole lot of features and stuff with artists and worked with a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it was just kind of time for, for myself and as, like, a solo artists and solo projects things like that so i just wanted to i I got tons of photos on my instagram of like me and groups of people and me and trey and me and purr and things like that and i was like just thinking like talking with my manager and his ceo they're saying like they want a lot more from me and i just have a lot more to give and i need to quit doing like the features and and collaborating and stuff it's all great but at the Mm -hmm. end of the day like people want to hear me and and sometimes only me on the track so that's pretty much what it is it's just switching to like a new chapter of mm-hmm. of being a little more selfish with the artistry i feel like you changed your tone a little bit of how you sing too mm-hmm. what is that about so i just got really inspired like through the comments i've been receiving from from certain songs like um choices for example a lot of people really love that that was one of my favorites Mm -hmm. i like that one and that's that's like a a fan favorite they like his mom was telling telling him that she loves it when i sing like that on on this type of music and stuff and like the rap's cool but like when i actually use my voice and and do the melodies and stuff like that's what she really liked to hear and i've been hearing that a lot more lately so i definitely agree and what is it called that what you were doing prior it's is it called like monotoning it what's it called that thing yeah so it's like um these are i mean that was really bad the the (laughs) auto-tune yeah Yeah, not not auto-tune it's called something i thought it was called something else it makes it sound like a accordion in a sense what is that i can't even think is that (laughs) hey we got kids in the studio today so you guys just fucking deal with it okay (laughs) um what is that called it's like what post malone does you know what i mean they do that uh the cool th- effects. Like it's the, effects. The, the it's vibrato. Div- that's like, the, the vibrato, uh-huh. I think. They do the effects of the... Yeah, so I've been, I have been trying that more. It's really hard with my asthma mm-hmm. to, like, be able to hold those out and mm-hmm. stuff. So I have to, like, punch in a lot. But, yeah, it's just mostly that. I've always wanted to sing, when like, growing up. And, um, like I told you last time, I used to sing, like, Justin Bieber songs to girls and stuff. So <laughs> it's, like, this kind of, it. kind of that influence is just, like turning that more into my music because I come from a rough background and a Mm -hmm. rough story, but I don't want it to come across in my music as like that rough stuff. Like I want to turn that rough into like a beauty, like kind of like one of my inspirations, Future. He's a hip hop type of R&B artist. Mm -hmm. Um, He like the songs that he makes are really, really sad songs, but then he puts them in like uplifting music, Mm -hmm. like sound. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it makes you, like, dance and stuff, but then if you really listen to it, it's like, whoa, like, this is some sad shit. Yeah. This man's addicted to drugs. This man's going through it with seven different mm-hmm. baby mamas, like. Well, seven? But he's over here, like, making really good party music. Yeah. But then you listen to the lyrics, and it's, like, more deeper. So that's kind of what I want to do is just, like, make the feeling 
mm-hmm. different than what mm-hmm. the lyrics are. But yeah. then when you really listen to it, because they say like when you're sad, you listen to the lyrics. When you're happy, you listen to the music. That's so true. I've I've noticed where there's been so many songs where I'm so familiar with because mm-hmm. of the beat mm-hmm. and like the atmosphere when it's played. But then if you like slow it down, you actually listen to the music. It's like, holy shit, yeah. this is deep. Exactly. And that's what mm-hmm. I want to be able to do. Is just <laughs> you put, agree with me. <laughs> put like double that depth into the music. <laughs> that was lovely. lovely this little man little cohen over here he calls me uncle burrito uncle burrito so the first time i i it's because uh, your hair looks like little mini burritos is that what it is <laughs> the, the, the first time i we had breakfast at their house the first time i was over like that he really met me met me and hung uh-huh. out um we we're having burritos and for some reason he just like started calling me uncle burrito from then on just because we had burritos and he didn't really remember my name at first but then mm-hmm. once he did remember my name he was just like no nah, i'm gonna call you uncle burrito he hasn't got to the number six yet okay yeah. he'll learn that next year um so you know and i i commend you i think that's so awesome i think when you can use your actual voice more I think that is so cool. And when I heard, I heard the difference big time and I, I think I commented or sent you a message or something that I was like, this sounds really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really love the switch up and I love that you said Pete, like you're getting comments and stuff. I love that you're taking that and turning it into a positive and kind of going with that because you know, a lot of artists could look at that as a negative. They could be like, Oh, you know what? Don't tell me what to do. You know, mm-hmm. don't, t- don't give me this advice. Like I'll do what I want. And I think there's something to say where you can take that where you could be like, okay, this can, this is constructive criticism mm-hmm. and it's in a positive way. You know, it's not saying that they're like not liking me prior, but like the, Hey, this would be really cool if you try this. And mm-hmm. you know, exactly. I, I really like this, that you did that. So at first it was really hard. I think that's a part of the process of growing as an artist is mm-hmm. because like at first, um, when I first started writing, I didn't know how to write like on a beat. And mm-hmm. so my producer that I was working with would, change my lyrics a lot to get it to more fit like the syllable counts and stuff and i'll get really upset because i'm like don't be changing my lyrics yeah like, this is what i wrote and he's like yeah. you're the artist right exactly. so you're like wait i'm i'm doing art right here mm-hmm. i'm like producing yeah, art this and is you're, my you're art. to help me like you know articulate yeah it, there you go change it yeah and so he was changing it and at first i thought it like he's changing it but no he was just articulating it to make it match better mm-hmm. and and like it was hard for me to like humble myself through that of like he's not changing what i'm doing he's just trying to help it be better Mm -hmm. and then that's what it comes down to is when you get those comments um like this one guy commented on my song and he's like oh i don't like this at all like this is just that new wave of like weird rap music and i was like oh you like rap music go listen to this song i dropped and they listened to it came back and commented it was like yo my bad bro you're actually really good like i just (laughs) didn't like this song yeah and it's like you can't always take the compliments or comments or negative comments as what they are. Sometimes it's just they don't know more of what you are or, a or lot they haven't of the, seen it. I mean, a lot of the negative comments are ignorance. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just... Or they're just jealous. They're jealous, ignorant. Like, I always, when I get things like that, I mean, I guess it depends on the subject. For, for overall, most of all, like, I, I mean, I rarely reply to the negative comments. I just let the... It's funny because you, if you just let your people that follow you, yep. just they'll, let them drag them. L- let they them drag go through people. the mud for you. Like uh-huh. I've learned that where I'm like, you know what? Like I don't, if I put this out to the public, a lot of the times you don't have to fight your own battles. Nope. 
And, but I mean, if it's something that I'm like, oh, you know what? I could maybe help this person see a different perspective. Mm-hmm. Cause I think that's what it's about is like seeing different perspectives and putting yourself in different people's shoes. Um, I don't know. I'm sure you, yeah, I think you did share my actual, um, my post about the breaking news of that teacher, right. Mm-hmm. Of like losing it in a freaking high school. This is just literally t- 10 minutes down the road from me, Lehigh high. Mm-hmm. And she just went off on all the first day of school, by the way went off on all these um, teenagers in first period class. And one of them like was my neighbor that was in there. And like, you know, I knew some of the the girls that shared the video and recorded her literally going off. And the part that was mainly shown, like that wasn't even all of it. Mm -hmm. Like she was like going off about crazy politics, gender and, and insane stuff that teachers shouldn't talk about, especially if you're a science teacher, like, you keep that stuff in check and like teachers aren't allowed. I mean, really in a, in a fact, they're not allowed to have bad days. They really aren't like True. they're the, they're the educators and people, kids look up to them. Like you need to check your attitude and your emotions before you go into that high school or elementary school or middle school. Like it's very important because these kids look up to you yep. and they're kids. Big facts. And so that, I mean, obviously I shared that and I, I remember there was just, and I haven't replied back. I was, I was actually going to, but I got this comment yesterday, um, along the lines saying, you know, and this is, it's really rare for these comments. I, the majority is like this, this lady is insane. She needs to lose her job, things like that. This is an ongoing thing from this, this teacher, by the way. Mm-hmm. So it's not just like, this is the first offense and this is the first time this has ever happened. Apparently that there's, um, there's patterns of this behavior. So take that also in consideration. But this lady was like, shame on you. You don't know if she was having a bad day or maybe her, maybe someone died in her family. I'm like, yeah, I totally get that. And maybe that really did happen, but it's unprofessional. There's consequences to everything you do. And especially when it is involving kids. See, but that mentality right there, that comment is just the victim mentality. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, you can't blame me because of this or maybe that or that's just a victim mentality. If you Mm -hmm. live your life by that, you'll always be a victim of those things. And then you're making excuses of your behavior. Exactly. And because there's there's good ones and there's bad consequences. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry, you chose cause and effect. Cause and effect. You chose the wrong side, lady. Mm -hmm. Like and especially when it comes to to kids, I'm going to step in. Yeah. The influence of children is what our whole generations are created from and that's why it's, it's scary to live in the generation i live in and to see the next generation coming oh, no. oh my gosh because I mean, like and i feel for like my parents my grandparents them saying oh the next generation shit the next generation shit and it's like it's just gonna keep getting worse and yeah. worse because of the influence and the subliminal messaging to the youth and seeing all of that it's like already sitting in my generation we have who we have as president we have mm-hmm. the things that are going on in the world we have wars for no reason you know who knows Mm -hmm. what's going to happen in the generation of the kids who always feel victim and and defensive about everything Mm -hmm. what's going to happen we're going to ruin this whole thing that's that's going on i don't know like (laughs) i don't even know what i really fully believe in i i do believe that obviously there's a higher power there's something bigger than what we are aware of or at Mm -hmm. least i mean i feel like there's a lot of people that are in tune i feel like you're kind of in tune i'm in tune like so we do know we are aware of something bigger than us which i think is really the important part of life knowing that there is something there that has our backs um to spread love share love receive love but it's like this this 
evil in the world right now, the tragedies, like it's almost like it has to happen, like for us to see good and to come together and be good. Like right now we are pretty divided, but I'm almost starting to see a little bit of a shift yeah. in the world. Like people are getting tired of it. And you, for, I think for the most part, you can only push a human so much, right? You can mm -hmm. only push me to the, my breaking points and people are starting to turn around and fight, fight back and be like, well, wait a minute, why are you pushing vaccines so much? And this is all you're talking about. And then let's look what's going on in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. You know, like people are starting to wake up and I really believe this with my heart. And, and I really believe that majority of us will come together and we already are like, you don't see this on the mainstream media, people coming together and uniting and fighting for, you know, what's right. Like they don't show you that because they don't want to give you hope. Mm -hmm. And so that's why I like to share, you know, I, I'm like all over the place. I share like political stuff, self-love, meditating. Yeah. <laughs> People are like, um, I don't even know how to follow you. Like one minute I'm following you for the politics. The next I'm following you for like, what meditation? Like, you know, but it's, I think that's the beauty of it. When you can fully embrace, you know, your true authentic self. And I wish you fully could though, with the way social media is. It's hard. It's very like, hard. I wish because everything that you post, it's like, you're going to get banned or you're going to get Mm -hmm. taken down yeah. or whatever and it sucks because i see you left and right like every time i <laughs> click on your stories there's like something that pops up like warning me to not view this <laughs> yeah, and i'm like true. what the hell like i'm just trying to view a story and you got me over here clicking through stuff just so i can see the story it's because sad because they're trying censored. not to yeah yeah and i even have that sensor off where i can see like oh you do what, yeah how like, do you turn it off so you can go into your settings uh -huh. and you go to like account settings and okay. it turns off um this is an instagram like graphic content yeah okay go to so wait people need to know this so you go into so instagram let me pull it up so i can actually see because i need to turn that like off i've I seen it and and it only like it doesn't work at first instagram's still instagram and they still control it but doesn't really work at first so you go to your profile then you, the little three bar thing at oh, the top right corner okay i found the three bars click on that settings you go to yes yeah, settings and then i think it's account uh -huh. sensitive content control okay and then oh i have mine on full allow <laughs> yeah so <if laughs> i already turned that, it off i remember oh, I did, you already yeah did? But a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, a lot of people. I only figured that out a couple of weeks ago. So they did a, oh, this is right. So the Instagram did an update, what was it, like a month ago, where there's three options to allow, limit is like the default, and then limit even more. I think they picked the default for people. Yeah, majority. default is on everybody. It really should say censored, high censored, can't see anything. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I posted a story of... Um, a girl that had a vaccine injury, which was a really good, I mean, I hate to say it was a good story, but it was because she like really took you through the steps of her getting to both the vaccines. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden started like metal was sticking to her arm and forehead and chest. And then next she's in the hospital and like literally just her life crumbling. Like she takes you through all these steps. And I thought it was a really like good layout to show people, especially I have a, I, you know, believe it or not, I still have a lot of friends that are on the fence and again, this is their choice and it should mm -hmm. be their choice, you know, on the fence. Like I really want to just not have to worry about this and I want to get vaccinated so I can travel because I want to go to like, you know, let's just say Greece or Italy or whatever. And like, or even New York or even is yeah, New York, like places they don't want to worry about. So they just want to get vaccinated. And I totally understand that side. Right. Mm -hmm. But I'm hoping that they see this and be like, you know what? It is inconvenient not to be vaccinated, but it's also more of an inconvenience when I can't walk anymore. Exactly. Trey showed me a, a tweet and it was like, or like a meme. And it was like the, the devil talking to God, like whispering in his ear. 
And he was like, isn't it funny that all I had to do was take, <clears throat> threaten to take away their jobs to give them the mark? Yeah, I and know. It, and it's like, wow. It's sad. That's, that's pretty crazy. But I, I know a few people yeah. who got the vaccine. And one of them is my girlfriend's mom. And I'm really, like, nervous for it all because not just with the stuff that's going on, but who knows in about 10 years, like, what's going to be unfolding yeah. with these well, things. No one, I mean, it's untested right now. And, mm-hmm. I mean, and it's not even tested for long-term side effects. Like, you have no clue. And the sad thing is it's already, like, getting immediate side effects. Mm-hmm. What's the long-term going to exactly. be? Exactly. Like, it's almost like no one's safe from long-term. Like, that's got to catch up to, like, everybody. And it's mostly, like, yeah, I don't know. And it's free. Like, why Why is that free? But all the other things that we need in this life aren't free. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, water, they're, they're, they've... They put so many things in our water, mm-hmm. not just tap water, but even bottled water, what they, which they make us think is better than tap water. It's still mm-hmm. just the same stuff bottled up. Yeah. And then even the, the stuff that's better for you, that's more expensive, makes you age 10 times faster. Mm-hmm. So it's like, <laughs> <laughs> and then well, you can't find the stuff like that you promote because then they put yeah. that stuff under the rug so and that you censor. can't see it. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. I think what... I've come to the conclusion is obviously I feel like, you know, and Trey Day was like briefly mentioned this about the synchronicities of life and, and people who you come in contact. And I think if you throw out to the universe saying, I need help, mm-hmm. I need, I need like-minded people to help me cleanse my body, help me cleanse my mind and my spirit and things like that. I think you will, it will happen and you'll come together. And then, then you share ideas, you bounce ideas off of each other. Like I, who was I talking to my, my friend, my friend Louisa, I absolutely love her. We actually got into the big whole church statement. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you heard about that, the LDS church, and with the vaccine. Yeah, or? like it wasn't, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a, like a vision from God or anything. They just made a like a, a very vague statement saying that you know we advise church members to get vaccinated and wear a mask, and people lost their mind. I mean, including me. And yeah, um, my it, parents too. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I mean. It, you know, and people are saying, well, it's not, you know, it's, it's just this church member that said it. I'm like, well, that's still, he's a big influencer, right? Even if it's coming from a medical perspective. It's like that lady that was writing for the church that like made a misstatement about it and everyone like lost it. And it's like, it, it kind of, I see what they're saying where it is like, it's just that one person who has their opinion and their mm-hmm. perspective who just has that power and authority to put out that message. And sometimes mm-hmm. they misuse their their situation but i yeah like like you're saying it's just it's weird that things that shouldn't seem like they agree or or are pushing that agenda Mm -hmm. kind of are and then Mm -hmm. it makes you think like what is what is really going on here like oh 100 percent. but again that's like to me it's like i i see that perspective right because i'm all i'm all about like considering people's perspectives and trying to put myself in their shoes and Mm -hmm. how they think and why they would think the way they think and and i'm not saying i do it all the time and i'm not perfect at it but i really am striving for that to see somebody somebody else's perspective and maybe even hope them just hopefully they see mine as well Mm -hmm. um but yeah going on with that like the whole church statement like i just i don't think there should be a mix i don't think that that statement should have even gone out I think mm-hmm. it would have been like, you know what, if you do have to make a statement, because yeah, it does pertain to the world, you choose. You pray about it, because we're all about praying, right, and re- 
receiving. That's re- what it should have been. It should have been right? like the people choose. Mm-hmm. You choose as the people what you want to do, not influencing what? and pushing, stating it's, you should be doing this. Yeah. You should be doing that because then we advise you to do that. Of yeah. the people within that community mm-hmm. who abide by whatever that community says, like my sister, for example, anything that the prophet says, she is right quick to, to jump to. Right? And that's, and that's what I was fighting for the people that think this way, mm-hmm. you know, this is scary because it's very scary. You put that statement out there, they're going to automatically go get vaccinated and wear masks, even though they were like either on the fence or just not leaning towards that. But now they are because they listen, somebody who, somebody that has authority by, is mm-hmm. influenced, made that statement. And that's, that's what I was getting my point at. But yeah, I agree with that. 100%. But, so qu- quick, quick question on mm-hmm. this. I know I was gone with the kid. Do y'all know as far as the funding that religions have put into the corporations that are over the vaccinations or no? Um, I know that the church has a lot of investments in pharma and yeah. there's a lot of funding for right. the research of the vaccine. Yes, it was that, like 20 million. It was pretty that, insane. That type of stuff always makes me question when you know they say things that you guys were talking about it's like why are you going to fund it exactly push it upon your people yeah yeah it don't make no sense but the thing is real quick though that that also goes back to um they're like well they invest they have a lot of businesses that are invested in so then they're like it's just a business to them it's you know so that's that's a hard tough one as well so Cause I'm, I'm right there with you too. Cause I'm like, Oh, like that's kind of questionable. Got, that's even, The church even has stock in Budweiser. Yeah. The, so that's like, you know, they don't promote, promote alcohol, but then they have stock in Budweiser. So they, it's just a business a contradiction and, you know, trying to put myself in their shoes and LDS members shoes and, and having that live. perspective, you got to live. And it's like, when I was a member of the church, I wanted to invest in a, a coffee shop, Dutch Bros Coffee from the West Coast, which mm-hmm. is like the best coffee in the world, even though I didn't even drink it. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to own some because I knew that there were money. It was profitable. And so I can see that I can't be a hypocrite and say, motherfuckers. <laughs> well, it was like the housewives you know what I mean? lady, the, the real housewives in Salt Lake City. Yeah. The, uh, the one that owns the vodka company. Mm-hmm. She's LDS. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That came up too. And people are like, you know, fuck off because there's so many people that are like that. And you would probably have that opportunity if you could. Yeah. And so that's why, and that goes along with the whole, don't judge people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, that's, that's a tough one. The investment thing. I mean, it does make me worried because of what, like, that's to me, it's like so bad that the vaccine, like, I just hate it so much. And so it's so hard for me. To some people that's like technically selling your soul. Yeah. Like when you, when you, your moral code is to, you know, abide by this church's standards mm-hmm. or this religion standards. And then you have money, mm-hmm. right? Money is the root to all evil. Oh yeah. Paying your bills yeah. by something that you're not morally okay with that mm-hmm. you wouldn't even do yourself, but you're promoting to the children. Well, it's like, I, that's technically selling yeah, your soul. It's true. It is. You know, it's like, and that's a great way of looking at it too. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, alcohol is one thing, investing into alcohol, but alcohol technically won't kill you, right? Yeah, it might not have the best side effects in long term, you know, you're going to look older, quicker, mm-hmm. and, you know, your liver's probably not going to. But that's so much easier to reverse and control, I think, than getting vaccinated when that stuff's in you, right? Yeah. And we don't even know it's unknown side effects. Like, yeah. there's that is so night and day than investing into alcohol and investing into vaccines. And so that's yeah. that's something that I'm like, ooh, I don't know yet. Yeah, I don't, 100%. It, it, my first initial thought was shady, uh-huh. but then I'm like, but then again, I can't fully think, go there. If, 
what if now let's open our minds a little wider what if they're taking their investment to make that vaccine more um like healthy and more yeah you know it doesn't have all that that stuff in it that people don't Mm -hmm. know about and things like that maybe they're making it more doable for humans too yeah then they need to they need, they need to say that then. yeah maybe. <laughs> because it doesn't look good Hopefully. especially when you're investing into these corporations you know moderma jo- johnson and johnson you know they've already been they've already been flagged and killed johnson many people and johnson is got yeah. a, a lot of different products that have right in their baby in their baby projects and, yeah. i've n- i've never the baby powder was a big one um huge I, one my, I, my grandma actually like if she didn't pass away already from cancer ovarian cancer mm-hmm. she probably would have gotten a lawsuit from johnson and johnson because she used that powder yeah throughout her life and so that's that's just they to have us put these on babies mm-hmm. and i'm just like luckily again going back to what we were saying prior to this um about how we tend to gravitate and you know if we put out to the universe we want to meet like-minded people we want to meet people that will, you know, help us grow and inspire. And, you know, when you get around these groups, you bounce ideas and things that you've done already off each other. I got a question about Mm -hmm. that. How do you manage the feelings? Because when you find new people and new energy that you're supposed to, you're going to lose old energy. You're going to lose old people that you're not supposed to be around, right? Mm -hmm. When you come in contact with new people and they might have somebody that they're close to that your energy doesn't match with, now that doesn't correlate right so how do you deal with those feelings of losing those people or managing those people that you still you don't want to lose but you know you can't be as involved with because of your new path well just like what you said you can't be as involved with right Mm -hmm. so we don't have to get them completely out of our our way or out of our energy field or whatever but we have we can also if that if it's somebody that's not bringing you know, toxicity to your life. Okay. If it's somebody just like, you know what, I don't really vibe with them anymore. They don't really get me, but I still care about them mm-hmm. and I still love them. And I still want to see them occasionally. Then you, you put them in a, in a different department. Mm-hmm. You put them in the occasional department. So think of it like corporation. Yeah. You, you okay. come, what is it? The compartmentalize, compartmentalize. Is that, did I say that right? I, I don't, don't even know. know. <laughs> but you, you put them in different compartments. You know, here yeah. you have your main group, your posse that you see all the time. Yep. When they're in town, you make time for them, okay? Yep. Then you have the people that you see like once a week. And then you have the people that see once a month. And then you have those, you know, whatever. Like you... you Categorize. You categorize them in different sections of your life. And, and so what if, it, what if it comes down to being a parent or a sibling that you have to... Same thing. Let's say cut off. I don't care if they're family or not. I, that's a that's a big thing with me because it is. I love my family, but they have never been. They haven't been there. They haven't been f- there for me like my friends have been there for me. Mm-hmm. So in my eyes, it's like if you're there for me, you're family. Mm-hmm. That's that defines family. It doesn't matter if you're blood or not. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you know, we share a lot of memories. Probably like there's memories that I have with my family members that I don't have with my friends. You know, that's a different story, but. To me, I don't see family as if you're blood or not, and I'm going to let you be in my life because you're family. No. You get to be in my life if you're deserving of my time. Okay. And obviously, I have to respect that. You know, vice it goes vice versa. Sure. And so family thing is your family if you treat me And how do you deal correctly. with those people that are offended by that? I just... <laughs> <laughs> if no, they're, is, if they're is, offended, like you say your piece, right? Be yeah. like, okay, I'm sorry I, I did that for you, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to move on. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Be like when you're ready to either grow up or, mm-hmm. you know, not be ignorant anymore and see what I'm seeing and how you're affecting me, 
you know, as well. Like, obviously, if there's something you, you did wrong, right? Let's say something that you like hurt their feelings. You said something you, you need to apologize. You need to ask for their forgiveness. Like, but if you've done, you've already gone to those steps and they're still being dicks about it, you totally don't need them in your life. Because all they're going to do is put that toxic energy, that negative energy in your life. And you and don't need that. it's something that they need to fix themselves, right? A hundred percent. Boom. I just answered a lot of things <laughs> for some people that okay. needed to hear that. So this but, is a good episode. Yeah. But always, like I said, like always be kind when you do it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a jerk. Be respectful. Be respectful and be like, listen, if there's something that you did and if there's, even if they're like, well, you did this, be like, okay, I am sorry that I offended you and I'm sorry I hurt you. Yeah. Own it and be the bigger person and apologize. You can't, you can't say that you did. Like, if you hurt somebody's feelings, you hurt somebody's feelings. You're not the like, one to say you didn't. Their feelings are valid. Everybody's. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that was hard for me is to realize their feelings are valid. Yes. Even if you feel like you didn't do anything, their feelings are valid. And for you to, like, humble down and be like, I'm so sorry I did that for you. Even though you really don't think you're in the wrong, right? Mm-hmm. For you to humble down and be like, I'm so sorry. What can I do to make it better? And if they're like, you know, oh, hey, thank you so much for apologizing. And then you guys make amends and you're all good, right? right. But if they're like trying to, well, you know what? It's it's just not that easy. Like that's on them now, yep. right? They're right. not accepting that forgiveness and that apology. That's on them now. You've already done everything that you can. And again, even if you don't, and that's not to say that you have to continue seeing with them. You can say your peace and peace out. Mm-hmm. Hey, I just want to say I'm sorry, but you know what? Sorry, you can't be in my life anymore. It's really what you decide. Perfect. But I think the best approach always, obviously keep your cool as much as possible. And, you know, decide if you want them in your life or not. Mm-hmm. But. Well, I feel like that, that was a, I feel like that was really good. I feel like that was kind of what I wanted yeah. to get to today yeah. was just like. Something heavy on you. How to, how to just deal with people because people yeah. are hard to deal with sometimes. It's really hard too, especially when you put yourself out there like you mm-hmm. and I both do, right? Mm-hmm. We put ourselves out there. We're very vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And when it's so nice when people get you and back you up oh, and it feels so, so nice. good, right? But it's like you can have a hundred people say, oh my gosh, we love you. We're, we back you up. We're there. And we, you can have one person, one person say negative comment and it can erase all those hundred comments. And it does some and that's, most of the time. And it's sad that we're wired that way. It's mm-hmm. sad that we don't see the ratio. Like, oh my gosh, well, you know what? One comment from you or two comments. No, I'm not even going to bother with you. I'm mm-hmm. going to let my other people bother with you. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's so hard to step back and be like, you know what? Like, and you, I think if you always keep this in mind, there's always going to be an opposite, right? Mm-hmm. You're always going to have haters. Yep. You know, and I've said this once before, I think to you, I think the very beginning is, you know, you're doing it right when you have haters. Yep. You know that you're making a breakthrough when you don't just have the positive backing you up anymore. If you can anymore. get 50% of the world to hate you, then you got 50% of the world that loves you. Yeah. And then you you become either a superhero or a supervillain. Yeah. Whichever you choose. But it's not necessarily a bad thing when people hate on you as, as no. well. I mean, obviously, <laughs> if there's something that resonated with you and you're like, yeah, maybe I should have done that different. Mm-hmm. But that's up to you. It, truth is truth. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. That's like, not hate. And I'm not, truth yeah, is truth. I'm not saying like somebody's like, you know what? Mm, <laughs> maybe just, just throwing this out there. You know, I don't think that you handled that situation right. And then, you know, obviously, you know, reflect on it mm-hmm. and you're like, yeah, you're right. That's, that's taking your pride away. Mm-hmm. So that's a little different, but for the most part, you know, you have the haters and you have the lovers. So I just say, bring it on. Do you? You do you always. 
But what I was getting back, I was trying trying to say this, but when you start meeting those like-minded people and you have those group of people that you just gravitate, right? And that you just feel like your vibrations are higher when you're around them. Mm-hmm. Um, Louisa is one of those. I absolutely love Louisa. And we ended up talking about this whole church thing because she's still a member of the church. You know, she's she's had like her thoughts about it, and but she's decided to stick it out. And, and that's good. Like that's what her and her family need. I totally respect that. It's what works for you. What you, my dad taught me something not to interrupt, but my dad taught me something, um, when I was about 13 or 14, when I was struggling with the church, cause I was raised in the church and I just didn't really believe in it. And he was just telling me that. So I was like, how do you know that the prophet is, is saying what he's saying is true? Da, da, da. He's like, well, down whatever you believe in is, is what's going to be real. If you believe that, that Satan's real, Satan will become real in your life. Mm-hmm. If you believe that God's real, God will become real in your life. If you believe that you are who you are, you will be, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so it came down to that. So if that's what you need to make you feel better about yourself and progress in life and be a better person, by all means. And you can't knock somebody that uses a, a cushion necessarily as a strength mm-hmm. because that's just everybody needs a strength. Oh, 100%. And, you know, I'll add on that is whatever you feed too, right? It if you're scared. Real, yeah. And if you're like, oh my gosh, and I can't go in there, there's demons or something. Like, whatever you keep feeding is going to be more real and get bigger. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, goes for the positive, you know, the good in the world, right? What If we keep feeding that good, it's going to grow. Yep. If we keep feeding the, the fear, mm-hmm. which there's a lot of it right now in the world, if we keep feeding into that, oh my gosh, I'm so scared. I, you know, they're going to come take my kids away. You know, what's going on in, in Australia, how they're like putting 20,000 kids in a big camp and saying parents aren't allowed we'll take care of them oh yeah it's insane so like there's a lot of crazy things going on in the world and i'm not saying not to be aware of them i think it's wise oh, to be, be aware. aware but when it, you let it consume you then you're feeding into the fear you're putting your vibrations out there and you're feeding that fear and if you just step back be like you know what i'm aware mm-hmm. i'm gonna send love to those people that need help in afghanistan or whatever when it's in love to them. And obviously if there's something physically you can do, great. But, mm-hmm. you know, th- we can only do so much. Us Americans that are, aren't in the government. Yeah. Um, but as much as you can, but sending love and light, like it really does work. Like closing and just meditating and just giving people that peace of mind and just comforting them. And even in their end days, like, I don't know, like it's sad. The whole thing's sad. Oh yeah. But when you bring your vibrations down, you're bringing the rest of people that are like in your circle for the most part, you can bring them down as oh, well. Most definitely. So it's so important to keep that up. And, you know, when you get around that that group that helps you grow, right, in, in a positive way, um, like I said, Louise is one of those. And she said ivermectin. Mm-hmm. So that's like not the full cure for COVID, but it really helps you not COVID out mm-hmm. instead of like going to the doctors and getting like, you know, the shot and stuff like that. You can actually get this at farm stores. So you can actually go to um, like IFA or... And what is it? Uh, it's ivermectin. Like what is the, is it like it's a It's what they give to horses. Is it like a shot? Yeah. I, I don't know if it's a shot. Um, it might be like something you drink, mm-hmm. but, um, or pills. It might become in pill form, but you can go to the, I mean, a lot of them are out because people got worded that you can just go and buy it. Yeah, it's so for I animals. you it's out. So it's for animals. <laughs> they say out. it's for animals. What yeah. it does, it kills the virus, right? Mm-hmm. Of like what's going on in horses. And so mm-hmm. a lot of people use it for horses. So you can go and buy this. You don't even need a prescription. Because I, I posted a story. This is what happened. I posted a story saying, you guys should get this. It's a great preventative. And it's great if you feel like the symptoms coming on. It will like just kill the COVID, right? Mm-hmm. And 
so many have people have used this and it's worked along with, you know, upping their vitamin C, getting vitamin D, like being mm-hmm. out in the sun. Like obviously they have those combinations, but that was like the main player, right? In mm-hmm. the whole getting over COVID. So she's like, hey, I can totally get you some if your feed stores, because I think a lot of it's out here in um, the main valley in Utah. She moved up to Idaho. She goes, anyways, if you want to know the reason why uh, ivermectin works, it's because it's it's for killing parasites. So the best thing you can do is detox your body of heavy, heavy metals, okay? Mm-hmm. Heavy metals are in everyone's bodies and parasites attach themselves to the heavy metals. From the beginning, I have believed that the bug, quotation marks, the bug, everyone is worried about is actually an airborne parasite. Mm. She goes, it looks like a virus, but it's something people are using anti-parasites to control and you cannot treat a parasite with a shot, mm-hmm. you know, the vaccine. Heavy wow. metal heavy metal detox are something you can even do on your kids. And your kids are such big spreaders because the kids are so germy and they always have that. It's disgusting little germs. <laughs> <laughs> but I think getting back to that, like, it's cool because I would have never thought of doing a metal detox. Right. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. When you put it out to the universe, please send me good people. They're going to help me get through this, through this fear that's going on in the world. Help my body because we're like, oh my gosh, everything like there's shit in the water, there's shit in the air. Like yep. I can't get a break. Right. Yeah, these last couple of days I couldn't cause I have asthma and oh, the, I bet. The it's horrible. Quality, I couldn't go outside. I've like, been sneezing like crazy and I don't have allergies, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but all of a sudden I have them. Exactly. And my kids too have been, it's been bad on them and we don't even hardly, we haven't been going outside just because the, it's been so smoky. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. It's like you, there's so much pre preventative stuff you can do. Either look it up on your own or like send those vibes out to the universe. Please send people to help me so I can, I can do this, the self discovery on my health, you know, so I can like get my health up. And so I think like for her, like I didn't even say, like I mentioned it and she responded to my story and then she got into the whole heavy metal detox. I never even thought about doing a heavy metal detox. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was so cool of her. Never. Right? Never. (laughs) It's like, why aren't we spreading this awareness of like eating better, being out in the sun, doing heavy metal detox instead of saying, how about you just get this vaccine? Exactly. That we have no clue what's going to happen to your body. <laughs> exactly. You know? Well, so uh, have you heard of sea moss? Speaking about sea this. Sea moss. I don't yeah, know what sea moss is. It's kind of detox stuff. So Trey. No, it's sea moss. Like, that's what I said. Like moss, seaweed. M-O-S-S? Seaweed. Yeah, sea moss. Oh, seaweed? Oh, it, I heard seaweed. Fish food. It's what? sea moss. Fish food. Fish food. Yeah. Oh, like you would go and actually, like stuff I'd buy for my beta. Not that so, I have a beta anymore. So you can to. you can get off this website called Fruits and Roots. Okay. They've got all like a detox box and then they have this stuff, the sea moss. And the sea moss, so I don't know if I really got COVID through this whole thing, right? But like I, I lost my sense of smell and like taste a little bit. You probably did. For a minute. I never got like sick though. Yeah. So it didn't like my, my immune system is very strong. But yeah. I, I definitely <laughs> She's ready. I definitely so got cute. like the the smell and the taste. Mm. problem mm-hmm. yeah but then he made some sea moss he blended it up in a blender and you just like you're supposed to put it in like shakes or like drinks and drink it but i just took two big scoops of it worst yeah. decision of my life do <sighs> not do it tastes horrible Bro, it ain't even that bad you it's tripping. horrible no this i man, promise you you need yeah. to detox yourself first because literally when i was on that for like three or four days in a row well your body gets used to it of course then me, you start let to me, crave let, it. let me so i was about three or four days on this Uh and i had i i I drank some juice like some pineapple mango Uh mixed juice that was just from the store and it was from like a pretty good brand you know they're like oh we're like 
not even close. I literally tasted the the fakeness, like the artificial, the, the artificial yeah, the, flavoring. Yes, there we go. Ew, I, I literally tasted mm. the artificial flavoring, and it, it turned me wrong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, screw, it screwed me up. But like, it's, once so, you open those doors, you know what I mean. Then you're like, I want the the real stuff. So like what the CMOS does, mm-hmm. it works basically. As a detox, it's it's got a couple compounding it benefits. It eats a lot of the mucus. The it extra is mucus a multivitamin as well. Mm-hmm. So, do you ever take fish oil, omega three fish oil? I used to, but then I started burping it up a lot and I stopped. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I probably need so to get bad. back into it. So, that same, just eat sea moss. How do the fish get that from their food? Correct. Mm-hmm. Eat their food. Mm. It's pretty fishy. <laughs> Yeah, it I sounds mean, gross, but it's not so fishy. Good. But you know that yeah. smell. Like I remember, like so it's those- <laughs> it's just a little salty. So what I did, I soaked it in some alkaline water for 24 hours, and then when I blended it all together, and it ended up like a cream of wheat type paste. Oh, interesting. I just blended it with coconut water oh, okay. plus the alkaline water yeah. that I did in there. Yeah, it tastes just oh, fine to me. Interesting. I don't know what's up with this guy. Have also, you- when I was soaking it in the alkaline water, I also put some organic key limes in it as well, so it would help. With mm-hmm. the, you know, have you gotten COVID or do you think you've gotten it? Um, if if, if I, you have, you haven't noticed, right? No, because you're because you're healthy. You eat healthy well, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since have I you, broke up, I've lost like almost thirty pounds. I noticed you looked but a lot healthy, thinner. Healthy thirty pounds, not a breakup loss yeah. of thirty pounds. Yeah. A healthy loss mm-hmm. of thirty pounds. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, but it is what it is. is life it is, is life. What will be will be, right? Yeah, hundred percent. You just gotta control. You can control. It's kind of crazy because the Trey Six album, if you go back and listen to it all the way through, it tells the whole story of the part situation with him. Really interesting. I feel like it's tells quite a bit of it. I feel like Mm. not unless you want to know the deets, like the deets, deets. (laughs) But but yeah, if you listen to it, tells the story musically. And when he was talking about future Mm -hmm. and how he does that with my music, that is my entire my entire resume Mm. of music. Interesting. If you listen and you look at the lyrics and you mm-hmm. try and figure out what I'm saying, I'm saying something completely different than what you first hear hmm. to understand. That is interesting. I am methodical about how I write my lyrics. I love it. There's yeah, awesome. at least in every single line a double or a triple entendre. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. on top of what that wording means to me in the back. It's very fun. Very fun being an artist and writing. It is. And it's like... I think an artist in general, and I almost feel like everybody is an artist in yeah. their own way. Like mm-hmm. really, like I feel like that's what we're here that's for exact, is to create. Yep. And I think once you start to find that groove, like I started getting into, it's insane like how all these doors open when I got let, let go from iHeart, right? I, start, mm-hmm. I created my own show and then I'm like, then I got into like crystals and then I got into, um, you know, healing and Reiki and all this stuff. And then all of a sudden like, I started making jewelry the other day. Yeah, I seen that. <laughs> I'm like, I mean, I made my, it's just like a little bracelet, but then I, I have all these de- ideas for like crystal necklaces and that I'm like excited about. And I think that's, that's part of life getting excited to create and showing other people your creation. And I think mm-hmm. it's so cool when everybody can create in their own way. And I really think that's what we're supposed to be doing. We're not supposed to be doing these jobs where we just let these other people's dreams. I mean, I, I guess we, you know, people need employees, right? In a right? way, yeah. Everyone serves their purpose to a point, but it's not like you should be doing that for your whole life. There should be an or, ambition to do that, to move to the next, as your vehicle to go to the Yes, next. or do both. Like, mm-hmm. I do this, but then I also do this because I love it. Like, it's my passion. Like, there's a lot of people that are, like, teachers that are also, like, very, you know, art artists-like mm-hmm. and things like that. So I think 
always like knowing that that's that capable like that's for example inside of i you. had an english teacher in high school that was a really 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 good magician and he did like side gigs in the yeah. summer he was a magician in the summer and then school teacher during the year and you can have that that's duality right mm -hmm. that you can be whatever you want to be and if you want to be multiple things great because some people love and i totally get it some people love having that job where they just tell you to do this and you do it right you don't have to put too much thought into it you don't have to worry about oh my gosh how am i going to pay the bills because i know i have a paycheck coming in right yep, yep. there's something to be said about that and i get it mm -hmm. but then also have another thing where you're creating and being your own person and i think like that's super important and some people like they could have both or they can just be a creator or they can you know i it does make me a little sad yeah, for the people like that just have only that in their life and they they're like this is my life i feel like everyone needs a creative release yeah in definitely a, in anything whether it's painting mm -hmm. putting together puzzles mm -hmm. whatever it is yeah it could, it could even be hiking or walking or biking you know what i'm saying yeah anything well i appreciate you becca well i thank you so much for coming here and no problem you know it's always a pleasure it is it i mean is. not same with me but <laughs> i'm like yeah it is damn right it's a pleasure um no i really i appreciate you everyone listening i apologize for the for the baby christ oh, i love you a... all hey. love you all nothing but love listen people that are parents get it that you know it's hard with kids yep. and normally we don't have kids in the, well i think it's the only time we've ever had kids in the studio <laughs> but no you know what it's life and that's how it is and you just roll with it and you you keep going exactly Gotta try a little sip of this moonshine. <laughs>